Yo, what's going on? It's your boy H. I'm back again on the podcast. What are we talking about right now? I'm just talking about the submissive black man, a bless my submissive colonized black man, submissive, intentionally, inwardly, cowardly, benignly, mutilated, mentally, black man. Ooh, this is a deep one. This is a deep one. Where does this come from? Um, I read a book called White Faces Black Mask. And this book was written in 1961, I believe, by a Frenchman, um, a black Frenchman who was a top psychologist from that particular time. And I thought this would be an interesting subject. A mutilated black colonized man. Again, I'm approaching this subject from a black man because myself being a black man as an immigrant from a country that was colonized by the I have somewhat understanding of what a mutilated black man is. When I talk about mutilated, I'm not talking about literal mutilation i'm talking about um a metaphorical mutilation what do i mean by that well um a black man has a history throughout time as an aggressive man animal-like animalistic man even now in the 21st century as I walk down the street the eyes gaze upon me the old five foot seven of me at times I weighed 106 106 kilograms at times I've weighed 98 kilograms 92 kilograms come down to 86 muscle bound crazy looking black man and yet mutilated from within the mind what i mean by that is if you are a black man have you ever walked down the street and you saw people coming the opposite direction on your side of the road and you thought it would be polite for you to cross the road to go to the other side of the road because you did not want to appear threatening have you ever walked behind some people who might have been deemed to be vulnerable Maybe they were white, maybe they were female, maybe they were younger and uh, you felt uncomfortable walking behind them because they keep looking back and you were worried about how you were going to be perceived. Ever driven your car and thought, "Mm, it's only my own time until I 
get stopped by the police I better have my answers ready as to why I am in this area today a mutilated black man is a colonized man this country was colonized whether it be Congo whether it be Nyasaland whether it be Zambia whether it be Rhodesia whether it be Angola this country was colonized by the British mostly the Portuguese the Spanish the French the colonizers the superpowers that came and took our brothers into slavery and enslaved our country something which is never actually talked about nobody talks about the enslaving of our countries the change of names no I mean he said hey what's going on my name is H H that's never been my name my name is Ghanizan Macau in short people those people who grew up with me called me Ghani but I had to change my name to Harry you know why because it read better on a CV because it was more acceptable to my colonizers these colonizers are the ones that give you jobs are the ones you have to bow down to their superiority are the same ones that you feel inferior to in every aspect of the way you might be bright you might be intelligent you might be super proud but something within you tells you that you are beneath your colonizer you're beneath your superior white man or white race whatever you want to call it the fact of the matter is it's difficult to escape from this kind of enslavement it's a mind enslavement I have uh, a lot of questions where we can sit down and think why does the black man end up in a relationship with a white woman uh, why does he get married to a white woman when he obviously knows that this white woman will never understand his struggle as a black man never understand the struggle of looking menacing when you are nothing but menacing looking threatening when you are nothing but threatening when you raise a voice it's sounding aggressive by the way this also goes to our black women our black women speak up they're seen as rude and arrogant oh it's them that's how they are and that's what's disgust and behind the shadows behind the corners of a country that you are a minority in that you're an ethnic in whether you be the first generation second generation or third generation whether you be Windrush or you be a refugee from Ethiopia Somalia from any number of countries coming from 
as Trump would describe it, a shithole country. You will always have the feeling of, I am not worthy. Until you get off from under that feeling, success will come, but it will come very slowly. Because you have to overcome these kind of disparaging feelings within yourself. This kind of disparaging mental barriers within yourself. Let's be honest. For someone who is English, someone who is from this country, the UK, to start putting effort into pronouncing the name Ganizani and doing it properly as I would do my best to pronounce the name Robert or Jeffrey or Stephen which is of course something that I've had to do which is of course something I have had to articulate and learn the English language and within all of this I have had friends and I have friends who tell me it's time to move on this happened in the past you're holding on to the past my question is always am I holding on to the past or is the past holding on to me so tightly that I can't let go because it's all around me it's evident I see it the sneers the small mentions of Oh, it's easy for you, isn't it? All you have to do is fill out the forms. They're looking for your sort of people. Oh, they're handing out houses to foreigners. That's what they do. That's what the government does. They're giving our jobs away. Oh yes, they're looking for police officers who are ethnic, so it won't be that hard for you. And they turn out in their droves, up to a hundred, trying to hear about the job, try to understand about the job. And they get through their interview, and they come through to the end, and they come out to the other side, what happens on the other side they realize that out of the hundred that turned up for the orientation only they made it so clearly it's not a mere numbers game it's an optics game to be seen to be doing the right thing now I could go on for ages I could I could explain the whys and why not but I've been there simply playing hip hop and somebody making a joke of it and saying oh turn that rubbish off all I'm hearing is hippity hop hippity pop 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 those are the sort of remarks you get 
other remark you get is, is it true what they say about you? Is it true? I know what they mean. Am I well endowed? Oh, you should be my wingman. We're going to get loads of girls today. As if there's some sort of medal to be won. What most forget is that even to be involved in such relationships where finally someone accepts you, they're not from your background. Don't think that's the end of it. Because they get a, they've got to get through their uncles. They've got to get through their aunties. They've got to get through their grandparents. They've got to get through their parents. Even when you talk to your kids, you have to say, have they told their parents what to expect? Because it's not easy saying, mom, dad, I'm bringing home a boyfriend. You have to say, oh, mom, dad, I'm bringing home a girlfriend. You have to say, mom, dad, I'm bringing home a boyfriend. And they are black. Mom, dad, I'm bringing a girlfriend. And they are black. Oh, they are mixed race. Oh, they are this race. Because I guarantee you, someone within that will have something to say. Something like, why? Don't you just stick to your own? This is hard. This is difficult. So the inferiority complexes will stay there, will remain there. No matter what age, you'll be hindered by them. You have conflicts of interest in your own mind. You ask yourself questions whether that look was genuine or whether that look was sinister. That's part and parts being a black man, a black woman, an ethnic in a foreign land. You will never know when someone is genuinely in love with you or they genuinely just like you for the human being you are. So wherever you are, remember, it's not just easy to say we should move on. This happened years ago. I'm sorry, but it's still happening now. I hate to bring the subject up. I hate to discuss the subject. Because I, myself, have swept a lot under the carpet. Only because I didn't want to be seen as that person that wanted to bring race into the conversation. All right, okay, all right, all right. That was a nighttime segment of...